Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Coyote. No, Coyote, I will, I will let you talk. Coyote. Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day 100 new confirmed COVID cases yesterday. It's 35 more cases than Wednesday, so you have to do all you can uh, to be safe. Limit your movement outside, wear a mask, give gap, wash and sanitize your hands. I've got three people in the studio with me right now, and none of them are wearing masks. I don't know why. Please put your mask on if you're in the studio with me. Thank you. Okay, we have a guy wearing a mask and now Kemi's putting her on very quickly. Okay, great. Second hard fact of the day, 85 million Nigerians are living without electricity. That's the latest figure from the World Bank officials. Nigeria is now the most unelectrified country on earth. Let that sink in. Third hard fact of the day, 1,015,714 Lagosians listened to Hard Facts in February. I know. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Um, woo! I don't like... I, I'm trying to compile that number in my head. How many people does it take to feel... Uh, the stadium. Is it Balogun Stadium now? How many people does it take to fill that stadium? So let's do the multiplication of how many people it takes to fill that stadium and keep going until we get to 1,015,714 Lagosians. That's the number of people who listened in February. Like, I am blown away. I am so grateful. You have welcomed me into your homes, into your offices, into your cars. Every weekday, you choose to make me a part of your afternoon. You choose to call in. You choose to tell me your opinions. You choose to tell me your experiences. You choose to listen. I'm very aware of this every day. It's so humbling. And it's what pushes me to give you the best every day. And I promise you, I'm never going to stop. They're going to have to do my funeral in this studio, I'm telling you, with my headphones on. Because as long as you keep giving me your afternoon, I'm going to keep giving you hard facts. Here's the next million. One million Lagosians, they cannot be wrong, so keep listening to hard facts. We'll start with the Big Three Global Edition. We'll talk about the power transition in Chad. Then let's talk about the presidency's comments about Issa Pantami. And then let's talk about the rise and fall of the European Super League. 
Today's Friday. We'll bring you uh, Public Square with Agogo Obo. And then we'll wrap up with music and moments with Ifanyi and Sam. News updates will come your way at the top of every hour, as always. Now, listen to every minute of the show if you want to be our winner on Just a Minute today. Lagos, let's get right into the stories on today's Big Three Global Edition. Support the military takeover in Chad. Do you agree with the presidency's Pantami position? Do you agree with it? And the European Super League is dead. But do you think it will rise again? Those are the big three. Global edition. Now, you know, on Fridays, we try keyword try to let Nigeria rest and we look at the biggest stories in the entire world although sometimes sometimes the big stories are still Nigerian stories so they also affect Nigeria now our first story takes us across the border our northeastern border to Chad this week the president Idris Deby died he was shot and killed on the front lines by members of the fact rebel force can you believe that that's like the first thing. Can you believe that? A head of state dying on the front lines. I mean, it's not something that you hear about anymore. We're not in medieval times. In fact, I had to do a bit of research. And the last record I saw of the head of a modern state dying in battle was from 1889. Over 130 years ago. And that was the emperor of Ethiopia. Johannes the Fourth. Can you believe that? But anyway, uh, Debbie has died. According to the Chadian Constitution, the president of the National Assembly is supposed to become acting president and hold an election uh, 45 to 90 days later. His name is Harun uh, Kabadi. But instead of that happening, the military announced that they were taking over. They formed a, tran a transitional military council. And uh, Mahat Debi uh, is the chairman. Hold on, Mahamat Debitno, that's his name. Uh, that's the chairman of that council. He's the son of the dead president, and he's also a military officer. In fact, he's been the second in command in the war against the fact rebels. Now, France has accepted this coup, this military coup. They've accepted it. In fact, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, uh, has already flown to Chad and met with the uh, junior Debbie in public. The French are basically saying that this was not a coup, that uh, uh, logically it should be Mr. Kabadi, but he refused because of the exceptional security reasons that were needed to ensure the stability of this country, end quote. So the French insist that uh, this has all been done with Kabadi's consent because of the insurgency. Now, I have to point out that the insurgency has gotten much worse in the last few weeks. In fact, before Debbie died, Western nations were telling their citizens to leave uh, uh, Chad. So the French position here is that the security situation is now so bad that only the, the, the military can keep the country safe, can keep the country stable. And I wonder if you agree with them. I wonder if this is uh, a sentiment that you share because other analysts think that the French are simply acting in their interests. Before Debbie died, he promised to send more than 1,000 Chadian soldiers to the border between Mali, Niger and Burkina Faso. 
If that happens, France will be able to move its soldiers from there and send them deeper into Mali to fight Al-Qaeda-linked forces. But now with Debbie dead, analysts think that the, that the only way that this happens is if France keeps their Chadian army happy. And, you know, if that means supporting a coup, so be it. Have you been following this story, Lagos? What are your thoughts? What do you think? What do you think about Debbie going to the front line and getting killed? Remember, I told you the last time this happened, as far as I was able to see during research, was in 1883. Hold on, let me look at that paper again. When's the last time I saw that? 1889. What do you think about that? Do you think it was bravery or do you think it was foolishness on the part of the president of Chad who died? Former president, late president. What do you think about the military stepping in and making his son head of government? And what do you think about France's support of the move? 0700993-993-993. We have a number for women, 01465 01465-7190. 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp and you can share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. We've got Etim first up. Etim is in Satellite Town. Hello, Etim. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sarah. Thanks for calling. Yeah, federal government on a shake, Itap and Tami. Okay. We have people in the past who were accused of sponsoring Boko Haram. I can go down the list. Senator Ali Ndume and Ahmadu Sharif were once accused of sponsoring Boko Haram. Nothing happened to them. The court has also freed the former National Secretary Advisor, Dansuki Ulisamitu, Raymond Deposi, whom action and inaction contributed to the insecurity we are having today. They shared the security money loan that was run by Jonathan. Even Jonathan, I mean, uh, Ulisamitu had nothing to be, be a witness to him in the court. And Raymond uh, Deposi said that he collected 2.9 billion just some weeks ago, court free him. That Jonathan ordered to collect from Dansuki. Ndile Lumelu was accused and indicted for collecting bribes when he headed the power probe. Mike, Dr. Obiwali, International Conference Center, in Portaco, when he was giving Thanksgiving, during the Thanksgiving, when the Supreme Court gave judgment in his favor in 2015, between Dr. Daku Kufita side, he said, Peter Audrey used to call it at midnight, telling him among the Supreme Court judges that he should call before that judgment was in favor, was delivered in his favor. Then we have people, PDP, in 2018, they confessed that Nigeria should forgive them without itemizing their offenses they committed against Nigeria for the atrocity they committed within 16 years. Militant, courtes, Boko Haram, and so forth. But the judge, Alamesia, as Mustafa were granted pardon by the federal government during Jonathan's administration. I think we confess that Obama ordered him in 2003 to deliver Southwest State in favor of PDP, which he failed legal state because of his French for Tunubu uh, because of their relationship. Then Wiki has confessed many times that River State has declared River State as a Christian state. But going about raising money to Christian, I mean Muslim uh, in the north and receiving Toban titles. Tomorrow, he will 
But eventually, he become a running mate to Northern Presidential Candidate 2023. He will come out to say, Nigeria, forgive me. I, my statement was quoted out of his context. Out of context. All right, Etim, thank you very much for calling. Etim, the uh, mountainous stellar defense for Isa Pantami. Sounds to me like um, uh, Etim is saying that uh, Pantami did wrong, but others did wrong as well, so Pantami should not be punished. And that's a sentiment that a lot of Nigerians have. Is he the first to be corrupt? Why is he only chasing our own corrupt people? Okay, we've got Chris Ndokokomaiko on the show. Hello, Chris. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm okay. And you? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let me start by saying, I mean, uh, talking about uh, former president of uh, uh, Chad, mm. I mean, uh, it's a show of uh, patriotism, you know, at, at, at the highest height. And if I must commend this, no, I mean, uh, just like you said, uh, all my life I have never heard of that, not until now, honestly. So it's worthy of emulation for him to go, I mean, uh, to defend his country, you know. It shows that he truly loves the country. At least uh, among other African leaders, I mean, uh, in a long while, I have never heard of this. So it's quite commendable. And uh, talking about the government, I mean, uh, the, the military handing the power over to the son, I think... Uh, uh, as a staff man, looking at the security implication, I mean, uh, it's understandably. But I think uh, the, the son is stand, standing on interim power. In any case, there will still be a subsequent election, apparently. So it's a, it's a good one. Then talking about Pantani, essentially the position of the federal government, Sandra, is nothing but a total slab to win Nigerian citizen. I'm not trying to hold any issue. I mean, I had the other caller and all he said fine. It's very verifiable. But the thing stands that, I mean, can one wrong, actually, I mean, uh, when something wrong happened before, should we continue in that particular, I mean, road? We cannot continue trading in that particular road because as it stands, man, it doesn't, it's never justifiable that someone did something. And uh, looking at all they have said, I mean, they have come in for his defense, trying to defend him. But the man in question is not even remorseful in any of his actions. Yeah. He was invited to channels, I mean, television to uh, come and air his view. He sent someone. You know, he has been dodging a problem, I mean, to, to open up, to, to kind of defend himself openly, apart from the, the, the lecture he delivered some time ago in Abuja. So I think, uh, honestly speaking, indeed, he, I mean, uh, the presidency, you know, the coming to defend him, he is, it's, it's, really, it's really appalling, honestly, with those words they use. Honestly, it's, it's, it's not a good one. And the... Uh, Somebody who inducted, who said so, all these things. Yeah. If, if it's, it's, uh, a Nigerian, Nigeria, I mean, it's a, a very, well, a country where rule of law is actually working as it's supposed to be. By now, the man would have thrown in the power, and by now, uh, facing so many questions uh, and interrogation from security agencies. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, Chris, for calling. If you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Every Friday at 3, we move out of Nigeria. We focus only on international stories, even though sometimes the biggest stories around the world are still Nigerian stories. Our first story took us to Chad, where the president, Idris Deby, died. He was shot and killed on the front lines by members of the FACT rebel force. Um, according to the Chadian 
constitution, the president of the National Assembly is supposed to become acting president, hold election 45 to 90 days later. Uh, but that has not happened. What we had happen instead was the military announcing that they were taking over. They formed a transitional military council. Uh, Idris Debi's son, Mohamed Debi Tno, um, is, the, uh, mil- is the chairman of the council. And um, he is actually the second in command in the war against the fact um, rebels. France accepted this uh, military coup. They're calling it a non-coup. Uh, the French uh, are basically saying, the French foreign minister said that logically it should be Mr. Kabadi, who is the um head of the house but he refused because of the exceptional security reasons that were needed to ensure the stability of the country that's our first story we're going to get to uh, president buhari's uh, response to the insapatami controversy in a bit but right now we're talking about chad kevin is in surulere hello kevin yes sandra good, good, good afternoon. afternoon good to have you on the show yeah welcome back thank you this issue of charge is a bit conflicting. Okay. I don't. I am. I am lost. Okay. Because um, the news we got was the man died. You know, in the in the, in the battlefront. Yes. And I have been worried about the way he leads this war against terrorism. I've been very concerned about. That. I was discussed with some friends that this man should not get himself killed one day. Mm. You know. Just like the great Obafemi Awolowo was said, mm-hmm. it is not bravery to lie down the express and wait for the car to come and run over you. <laughs> so, um, when you are a commander in chief, it's not necessary. It does not necessarily mean you should be in the battlefront because you are a commander in chief. Mm. There are ways to go about this. But on the other hand, now they are saying it is a coup and, and that I don't trust the Western world. That's why when some people call the Western world, my headquarters, I just laugh at them. Look at this, look at the French government now. Are you telling me that they don't have any role to play in this? If, if the other hand, this is a coup, because they can easily deny that and debunk that now. I'm at loss at this. But the military have said that they, will, they are going to hold an election mm. in less than 24 months or so. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think they will continue to be there. The world has fun against military regime. It can't stand anywhere in the world. Well, it's standing so, in Myanmar. It's standing, yes, but it's going to be, it will soon be <laughs> overtaken over again. That's just, it's just, they're just buying time there. Mm. It's a, time is a, is a patient um, factor that we surely reach anybody at, at, the, at the right time. Mm. There's no, you know, it, it will come up. Okay. So that's my worry. And uh, your last story about the European Super League is dead and buried. <laughs> yes, Francis Perez, the real Madrid man. I don't know what he's trying to cause in the world. Mm. Controversy. But I don't say he's standing. He's dead and buried. I think it's only three major teams that are still standing there. Juventus, Barcelona, and, and his own Real Madrid. You don't think it will rise again? It's not, it's not rise again. He's, he's buried. He's dead and buried. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that third story pretty soon. But let's bring you our second story, shall we? But, uh, President Buhari is standing with Issa Pantami. Uh, it's a Nigerian story, yes, but um, it's one of the biggest stories in the world. Yesterday, the presidency finally talked about the Insapantami scandal. Um, I mean, you know by now that um, the communications minister has admitted to making comments in the past that many are saying were inciting and divisive. 
And since then, there have been calls for Pantami to resign or even to be arrested, while others like Etim, who called uh, first, have said, leave the man alone. Now we've heard from the presidency, Garva Shehu, the senior special assistant to the president on media and publicity. He gave us a statement yesterday. And the summary of that statement is the president will not sack Pantami. The president feels Pantami should be forgiven for his comments since he has apologized and he made them years ago. Let me quote some of Shehu's statement. The minister has rightly apologized for what he said in the early 2000s. The views were absolutely unacceptable then and would be equally unacceptable today were he to repeat them. But he will not repeat them for he has publicly and permanently condemned his earlier utterances as wrong. In the 2000s, the minister was a man in his 20s. Next year, he'll be 50. Time has passed. People and their opinions often rightly change. End quote. So that's the presidency's position. But some Nigerians disagree. Buba Galadima said um, um, that if anybody commits an offense, apologizes and is set free, then the federal government, let the federal government today release um, Jolly Nyame and Chief Darie of Plateau State. They've been jailed despite having remorse in court. Why can't the federal government release them? Or those that are being interrogated for theft, they should be let off the hook if they apologize, end quote. Buba Galadima is, of course, the uh, he's on the board. He's not the chairman anymore. He's on the board of trustees of the APC. Uh, and the APC is, of course, Pantami and the president's party. Now, I'd like us to remind ourselves of Pantami's words. Because here are the questions. First of all, could Pantami's words be considered as possibly criminal or inciting a crime? Second, if they are not in themselves criminal, are they divisive enough and unpatriotic enough to disqualify him from office? One of these government's big things is hate speech. They are always going on and on and on about how they want to curb hate speech, fight hate speech. Does Issa Pantami's words qualify? So here's some of what Pantami said. Remember, he doesn't deny it. He simply says that he has changed his mind. Pantami said, quote, We are all happy whenever unbelievers are being killed, but the Sharia does not allow us to kill them without a reason. End quote. Some Nigerians are saying that they're happy when some Nigerians are killed. Some Nigerians has, you know... <laughs> Some Nigerians have said that anybody who says that they are happy when some Nigerians are killed has encouraged religious killing. Do you agree with them? And these Nigerians are asking, how are we sure that Pantami's words don't inspire some of the people who went to join Boko Haram? But again, like Etima, first caller said, he said those things in the past. Other people have said equally inflammatory things in the past. And we've forgiven them. Why can't we forgive Pantami? 
I want you to assess those words. Assess them. Tell me if you think a crime was committed. If you don't think a, a crime was committed, if you don't think it's an actual crime, do you think it crossed a line that should disqualify him from public office? Do you agree with the presidency that the only reason that people are bringing this up is because of political and policy disagreements? That's my cue to take a break. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads and a need to be connected, then you need a 9Mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MiFi or router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MiFi or router. Just visit any 9Mobile Experience Center or authorized 9Mobile dealer outlet to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. Nine mobile. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads and a need to be connected, then you need a Nine Mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home, and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MiFi or router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MiFi or router. Just visit any Nine Mobile Experience Center or authorized Nine Mobile dealer outlets to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. Nine mobile. Hey Ali, how are you? I'm tired, Shadi. My bank is bashing my head with charges. Ah, have I not shown you how to break free from sofa head banking? Oh, is it that kudo something? <laughs> kuda, Ali. It's kuda. Uh-huh, that one, kuda. Are they, are they even safe? Hey, wait do I start? They don't charge me accounts or card maintenance fees. Uh-huh. My bank has even charged for a debit card I don't have. My kuda card was free and delivered to my house free. I have never paid a naira for owning this card. Eh? What about transfers? Hmm. Kuda will give you 25 free transfers to other banks every single month for the rest of your life. You're right, Sha. <laughs> shadi, Shadi. Is your hotspot on? Better use your own data. <laughs> shadi. <laughs> Kuda Microfinance Bank gives you an account with free transfers, a free card, and zero ridiculous fees. Break free now. Get Kuda on Google Play or the App Store now and open a full bank account in a few minutes. Kuda, the bank of the free. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads and a need to be connected, then you need a 9Mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MiFi or router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MiFi or router. Just visit any 9Mobile Experience Center or authorized 9Mobile dealer outlets to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. Nine Mobile. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back on 99.3 Nigeria Info. The Big Three. Global Edition on Hard Facts. 7 That number is for men. 0145 is for women. What do you think about the presidency's position on Pantami? Do you agree? We've got Jen in Aja. Hello, Jen. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I totally disagree with Mr. President. Okay. 
Why I'm saying so is because this man's statement must have led some young youth into joining the terrorist groups. And by so doing, we all know that a lot of lives and properties have been lost by whatever they have been doing, the killings and um, a lot of things. So people that are saying that we should forgive him, forgive him on what ground? On the ground that he should remain as um, the communication minister? Or on what grounds are they saying that we should forgive him? My candid advice to Mr. President is, please, he should just let that man out of that position. He is not fit to be in that position because someone that had that have had such ideas in the past, just as we all know that it can't be easy for him to to have a change of mind. He's all saying that he has gone to different states to campaign against terrorism and all that because people have pointed out what he said in the past. And he didn't come out himself to say that, okay, I've, I've had this ideology in the past. Right now, I don't have it. He's now disclaiming it or saying that he's countering it because of people have pointed it out. So my own suggestion is he should just leave the office. He should just respect himself and leave the office for the betterment of the whole country. Thank you. Jen, thank you very much for calling. I've told you the words, some of the words that um, Pantami has said. Um, do you think that a crime was committed? If you don't think a crime was committed, do you think it crossed a line that should disqualify him from public office? Do you agree with the presidency saying that the only reason that people are bringing this thing up is because of political and policy disagreements? 99.3. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, this is David calling from Zagada. Welcome. Yes. Alexandra, uh, if you recall, how did uh, Osama attack America? Okay. You know, he was, he was, he served the country, had access to classified information, he had the ideology of terrorism, he later went and used it against the country. Okay. In this situation now, you have somebody who had an ideology. We don't even know whether he was radicalized, but it's almost impossible for somebody with such ideologies to even be de-radicalized. Almost impossible. Look at what Nigeria is going through today. Every single day, killing, killing, killing everywhere. But Niger- the Nigerian so, government continues to rehabilitate uh, members of Boko Haram and you re- can't, reintegrate you them. You cannot de-radicalize people like that. That is why we speak. We, as we are speaking now, they are still, they are still committing havoc everywhere in the, in the country. You can't de-radicalize people like that. It's an ideology that is almost impossible to de-radicalize. You flush them away, the way the Russian president always says. doesn't tolerate them. But because you allow them to grow so much now, it's almost so difficult to even flush them off. That's why we're having all this. But he, 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 he was 20-something when he made such comments. That shows that he has had the ideology before. And now you put him to be Minister of Communication and Digital Economy. What does that mean? Classified information are with him. He had as, he has such assets. So it's not even it doesn't even make any sense at all. Okay. All if right. If they want to forgive him, they can forgive him, but he should leave that position, that office, because that's the classified uh, office he's sitting on for God's sake. The country is not safe. Okay. Thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. Nice nine point three. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Ngozi. I'm calling you from Nikoi. Welcome, Ngozi. Thank you, Sandra. For me, Dinsa Pantami's case, he has no business being on that position, just as the last caller said. Somebody that already had an ideology 
and looking at the security situation of the country presently, it simply means somewhere in his heart, he had this sympathy for this uh, class of uh, guys. And there is no way you would rule out any security information when this guy comes in contact with them. Definitely, that same soft spot he had for them will still come into play. In the civilized nation where things work, Sandra, hmm. these guys should have not even be confirmed as a minister. Honestly, confirming him tells so much about our Nigerian system and security architecture of Nigeria. No, but that's Look an interesting thing. But that's an interesting thing. Um, Danny Samakri, former DSS uh, um, head, said that they found questionable things and they raised it, they flagged it, but the Senate confirmed him anyway. That's what I'm saying. If the, 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 the DSS hmm. and the Senate, which is the executive, cannot work together in security matters, Sandra, it tells you so much why we are where we are presently in Nigeria. It simply means the security um, 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 architect will bring uh, security information, but the executive feels and they throw it away and do what they like. Because in the first place, honestly, I'm ashamed why this man should even be confirmed as a minister. Knowing quite well that this is a human being that has an ideology that is not even acceptable in any part of the world. For me, he should even be in a watch list. He should even be under investigations by now. And the presidency coming up to defend this guy. He tells so much, Sandra, wholeheartedly, they are indirectly telling us they are aware of what is happening in Nigeria. Honestly speaking, that means certain kind of people in the presidency are the ones sponsoring all this mess. That is just the typical meaning. Because I don't see any reason why matters concerning security issues. Somebody will start linking it to political issues. The, the two can never come in place. Honestly, I'm ashamed on daily basis how this government fell out and how they stoop too low to do certain things that, that, that is highly condemnable. Ngozi, thank you very much for calling. We've got messages. Let me take a look at them. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. We've got um, Daniel in Maryland who says, Sandra, there are over 100 million Nigerians. Many of them can do Pantami's job and they have never made divisive and inciting comments. There is no fundamental need to keep Pantami in the job even after forgiving him. What is the extra thing that we're gaining from Pantami in government that means that we must keep him in that office. Hmm. Daniel, thank you very much for your message. Adoele Adebambo says, they said they're fighting corruption, yet they protected their own with NDDC fund mismanagement. They said they're fighting insurgency, but they protect a minister who professed his support for insurgency in the past. Wondering what kind of government does that. Adewale Adebambo, thank you very much for your message. Don Kingi says, for the presidency and the president to stand with Pantami because what he did in the past, it then means that if Shekau is captured today and he apologizes, this government will forgive him and make him a minister. Don Kingi on Twitter. Uh, Oshitunji on Twitter says, I tried... Uh, mm, 
Well, that's yesterday's story. Sorry, eh? We've got uh, John Bosco, Wele Mighty, who says, What I think of the power transition in Chad is simply that the death of their dictatorial ruler that died earlier this week is the wish of the almighty God. Uh, we've got more messages on Twitter, but let me go to WhatsApp very quickly because I know that your messages on WhatsApp deserve to be read on the show. Why is it hard for him to leave that position, if I asks? Nigerians have spoken. He should leave that position. Hmm. All right, then. We've got more messages coming in. Uh, ben from Agijo says, yes, he has been forgiven, but... Um, but he has to champion the campaign against terrorism in the open. I, I, I'm not sure I understand what you're writing, Ben. Maybe take a look and, uh, you know, tell me again. We've got Biodun who says, Pantami should have been fired as soon as the information came into public knowledge. Decadence in our institutions uh, and lopsidedness. At what age? 28-year-old. As at 2000, a teenage a teenage lord have mercy okay thank you very much for your message sandra the buhari government um has again failed the people isa pantami's words are threatening to national security no developed country like the us or the uk can keep or accommodate individuals with bad profiles in their system uh, because in the end the presence of that individual can expose their country to all kinds of security threats that's exactly what nigeria is facing today this is not a case of forgiveness at the expense of the nation's peace must he be a minister the reason why he won't be sacked is because we have dirty political parties dirty politicians filling positions people with bad profiles can be used to commit different atrocities and then they won't uh, raise any alarm uh, because everyone's hand is dirty already Olaide Cruz thank you very much for your message alright let's take a final message from WhatsApp and then move on to our final story on the show today the presidency's statement on Pantami is highly irresponsible that's a comment from Ladi in a Okay, now to our final story, everybody was talking about the European Super League this week. The plans are on hold for now. The board has announced that um, the ESL is suspended. So critics are celebrating and supporters are annoyed. <laughs> but when you look at the reasons behind the Super League, you have to start asking, is it really over? Kevin in Surulere thinks it is over. It's dead and buried. But is it really over? Is this the end? Or are we going to be back here in a few years' time discussing another plan for a Super League? Because the idea of a Super League, first of all, is not even new. This is at least the fourth proposal for a Super League. The first one was back in 1998, over 23 years ago. Now, what's behind this particular desire for a Super League? The big reason is revenue. The biggest clubs in Europe are unhappy about how UEFA uh, handles Champions League money. They are unhappy on two counts. First of all, they believe that UEFA is keeping too much of the revenue for itself. It's not sharing uh, the revenue properly with the clubs. About 11 years ago, Arsene Wenger said, uh, back when he was still Arsenal coach, he said, quote, the way we are going financially is that even the money that will be coming in from the Champions League will not be enough for some clubs because they spend too much money. The income is basically owned by UEFA and they distribute the money to the clubs, end quote. So that's the first revenue quarrel with UEFA. The second quarrel is that the clubs believe that UEFA is not marketing football in the best way. 
They believe that the current format is not maximizing revenue. They're also afraid that the next generation are losing interest in football. Let me read you what um, Andrea Angeli said. Um, he said, he's the president of uh, Juventus, and he said, quote, for anyone who has children of 10, 15, 20 years old, the disaffection is more than palpable. He argued this while pointing out that closed and empty stadiums had only diminished the sports appeal. He then went on to say, we need a competition that is able to counter what young people reproduce on digital platforms, transforming the virtual into the real. On the FIFA video game, you can create your own competition. That competition needs to be brought into the real world. We overlook the effects of the competition of the various um, Fortnite, Call of Duty, etc. Authentic catalysts for the attention of the young people of today who are destined to become the spenders of tomorrow. End quote. Valid points, if I do say so myself, from a business pers uh, perspective. So Agnelli is saying that the current Champions League format is too boring for younger fans. I wonder if the younger fans in Nigeria agree. He and the other uh, ESL leaders believe that the Champions League doesn't have enough big games. It takes too long for the top teams to face each other eventually. And they believe that younger fans are simply losing interest. And they say that um, this uh, became even clearer during the COVID uh, uh, pandemic. And of course, the stadiums were locked, so no gate fee revenue. And now you have these 12 teams in the Super League. They all have large global fan bases. In fact, they believe that they contribute most of the revenue to the Champions League. But they feel that UEFA isn't managing the money properly and that um, the competition should be made more attractive to the fans. Now, you are football fans and you listen to Nigeria Info because we have the best football show. So I want to know if you agree. Regardless of your opinion, do you think that these clubs, these other clubs, will attempt to do this thing again? Remember, I said this is not the first one. It's not, this is not new. The first one was in 1998. Because remember, the clubs did not just wake up and do this thing. They're doing it because they think that their survival is on the line. They think that this is the only way that they can keep their clubs alive. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. You can still talk about the first three stories that we've brought you today on the show. We talked about the death of the president of Chad, the coup that occurred, France's support for that coup. We also talked about um, the presidency's support for Issa Pantami and the presidency basically saying to uh, Nigerians, we're not going to sack this man. So those are the two stories we've covered so far alongside this ESL story. Uche is in Ikeja. Hello, Uche. Thanks for calling. Hey, Sandra, my sister. How are you doing? I'm good. Welcome. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Uche. Now, I want to weigh in this uh, this matter of Pantami mm -hmm. and um, the issues that have arisen. Yeah. The presidency. Let's not mix the two issues together. Okay. In the Nigerian context, there appears to be a difference between the president and the presidency. Now, the presidency has spoken that they will not uh, do away with him, and in fact, that they are comfortable with him. Sandra, let's look at it from these two perspectives. In terms of integrity, the young man has lost it. It's clear. Now, in terms of even competence on the job, 
I don't think the young man has it. If you say you are the Minister for Communications, ordinarily you should be IT savvy. Now, in a pandemic era, your best way of having people acquiring or getting a national identification number is to have them queue under the sun, under the rain. In this time and age, where technology can be deployed to solve any problem, and you are an, a minister for communication. In terms of competence, the man has also failed. Now, integrity. Just like some of your callers have rightly said, nowhere in the world, nowhere in the world will a man who has made such statements, whether today or in the past, come near a position like that a minister of the Federal Republic, not just a minister, not minister for agricultural works, digital economy communications. He has access to our data as we speak. Forget what anybody may tell you. It is only in Nigeria that you can have this kind of rubbish. Now, Sandra, hmm. let's ask ourselves some honest questions. Let's not be sentimental about these things. If this man was from Oshun, Ekiti, Enugu, Akwaibom, or Rivers, would the Senate have cleared him considering the report the BSS gave to the House? Let's be sincere. You see, sometimes when some of us call and say, look, this country needs help, some people say they laugh at us. I, I'm also laughing at them. Because they don't understand the gravity of where we are, the mess we have found ourselves. And when I say that the country needs help, I'm not saying the people in government should call for help. No, they are the ones that have held us down. It is we, the people, that should look for help. We should cry out to the outside world and say, look, we are dying here. Look, the world will not know peace, God forbid, if this country explodes. As it is now, Nigeria is on the precipice. That's the truth. God forbid if this country explodes, the world will not have peace. Are we waiting until CNN relocates their headquarters here and uses us, and uses us as a, our uh, documentary? God forbid. That's why some of us are crying out now. We need help. These people leading this country will lead us to doom. And when I say it, some people say they love. I wonder why they are laughing, except if they don't know the gravity of the mess we find ourselves. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Uche, for calling. Have yourself a good afternoon. I should mention at this point, by the way, that our third story on Big 3 Global is a business story, and it's brought to you by Zcrest. Zcrest is an asset management company. Let me tell you a bit more about Zcrest, and then I'll take more of your calls. Need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year? Let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment? Investment option with attractive rates, Zimvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zimvest is a SEC licensed asset management company. At Zimvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise dedicate time into preserving your wealth. Zimvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zimvest.com.au NG to get started. Zimvest, the mystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all.
All right, Lagos, we've got three stories on today's Big Three. We've talked about um, the transition, the power transition in Chad. We've talked about the president's comments about Issa Pantami, and uh, we've just talked about the rise and fall of the European uh, Super League. Do you think that clubs, these clubs, other clubs, will attempt this thing again? Um, do you think that, um, you know, this thing is dead and buried, or do you think it will rise again? Because, like I said earlier on, when we talk talking about it, they're doing this because they think that their survival is on the line, right? They think that this is the only way that they can keep their clubs alive. Our number for women is 01465-7190. is our number for men. Now, have you assessed the words of Isa Pantami? That's our second story, if you want to talk about that. Have you assessed the words of Isa Pantami? Do you think that a crime was committed? If you don't think a crime was committed, do you think that he crossed a line that should disqualify him from public office? Or do you agree with the presidency that the only reason people are bringing this up is because of politics and policy disagreements? Mrs. Otoba in Suru hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, thanks for calling. How are you doing? I'm good, welcome. I hope you enjoyed your leave. I did, thank you. Okay, um, I want to talk about uh, the last story about the minister. Mm. Okay, um, like uh, so many other speakers have, have, uh, have said earlier, I, I think uh, a talk talk, our talk every day is being taken as in these people will just talk, they will just talk. You know, when they talk, the matter will die. They, you know, they will carpet it and they will forget about it. Like I said, it is issue that they feel that uh, uh, is not of any importance to them. You see them quickly look for how to, because people are talking, they will do it. But in an issue like this, you know, they, 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 this is not an issue what Nigerians should joke with. It is a matter of life and death. Is it that we have made up our mind to get what we want, or we leave it for God to fight? Is a two options. Is either we face it like other nations are facing it and say this this cannot happen, this is what it is. Or we keep quiet and go into our closet and pray that God should deliver us from Nigeria. Because this agenda has come in different one way or the other and it has not worked. They have planned it this way, planned it that way, it has not worked. But now it has come out. Because this is a technology issue. And once Certain things are happening in the technology world. There's nothing you can do. It has gone far. You have people's data. You have people's information. Our children, our generation that we know that when they grow up, we are not there. They have information. They have info of people that are outside Nigeria, inside Nigeria. And then we are here joking because, you see, the thing is Nigeria has not made up their mind to say that. Tell Gwari that Gwari resigned. These things they are doing every day, bloodshed, every day, evil, every day, sorrow, every day, this one. Anytime we for past story, evil story. Since from 1970, I was born to now. I have not seen it in this nation like that. I don't know what happened in civil war. I was, I was not there. I don't know. But from when I started growing up as a child in this nation, I have never seen it this way. So if we don't make up our mind exactly what we want, then we are all sitting there looking at it to come. What stops us or telling 
hashtag wearing must resign. Resign. If you cannot want Pantano to resign, then you should resign because we have not told him to resign. That is why they are covering up for Pantano. Old men, old men that should be sitting down at home, playing around with, with, with our life and our destiny. Those old men, what are they offering to us? What are they doing for Nigeria? They are ministers, they are this, they are that. And what are they doing? Every day they pay up and tell us different kind of stories. Is this what we are going to take? This is October. Thank you very much for calling. Let me remind you, of course, our final story is a business story brought to you by Zedfest. Football is big business. These clubs are owned by investors who expect revenue at the end of the day. And speaking of investments, Zedcrest uh, manages investments. They are an asset management company. Tell us what Zedcrest has to offer. Okay, so um, we've all been in that situation where we have um, a certain amount of money lying somewhere and we choose to want to invest it for some certain amount of profit so um yes we all want that and we want the money i mean the economy is crazy and all that we all need that extra cash in our hand but here's the thing um there are several investment managers out there and um they promise you this um over bloated um profit or return in invest investment and most time they don't tell you the several weeks involved and they don't tell you that um they are basically just playing with your money so, but what Zinvest is doing, what we are doing is, we are making this whole, um, the idea of investment, we're bringing it down to you, we're opening it up to you, the way you open your gift, we're opening up to you, and we're letting you know that we're not just wanting you to invest your money. Right. Um, for every asset, for every portfolio you choose to invest your money in, we have professionals who, we have professionals actually, who take their time to research on whatever portfolio you be it gold be it mm. bitcoin be it football like you said mm-hmm. so we, we we don't just come out and tell you okay give us your money let's invest mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're beating our chairs to let you know that whatever asset or whatever portfolio you choose to invest your money in mm-hmm. we're giving you a, a steady flow of return on investment mm-hmm. that is backed by research mm. it's one thing for someone to come and get your money and just go into the market and trade and all that mm-hmm. And um, when your money goes, they start giving you stories mm-hmm. because they didn't do their research. We are doing our research. Okay. So um, apart from that, um, we also have our app, our mobile app. Okay. And we're letting you know that the first 1,000 people who download the app, we have access to some investment fund called CUBS Invest. Nice. Nice. Now, how do people, um, first of all, how do they download your app? Second of all, is there a number people can call you on? Is there a website people can go to for more information? Do you have an email? How do we reach you? Okay, um, uh, you can get the app from your several um, mobile stores for Android, the Play Store, for Apple, the iOS Store. And you can reach us on um, www.zinvest.com.ng or you can even send us an email at ax.zinvest.com.ng or speak to any of our managers at 0700-020-0220. Say that number again. 0700-020-0220. All right, Lagos, you've heard from our sponsors on that final business story on today's uh, uh, Big 3 Global. Let's go to WhatsApp. Huh? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Peter Yorinde from Anthony says that um, as the iron born will say, what is dead may never die. The matter about ESL is under refrigeration. Money speaks and no one from the players, huge wages to fans wanting best 
stars in their teams to club executives obsessed with profits and UEFA and FIFA accruing billions of euros as revenue. No one is innocent. However, UEFA and political figures like Boris Johnson are angry because they are not in charge of the billions that the billions of money that ESL and JP Morgan are putting down. The Americans plan to suck in their understanding of soccer into our original culture of true football. No one plays football with their hands. Fa 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 fa. Peter, thank you for your message. Um, let's see. Sandra, I have a very uh, send me an email, Sandra at nigeriainfo.fm. We've got uh, more messages here. Why is there no love in this part of the world? I just feel like, no, please don't commit a crime. Don't, uh, please, no. I, I will say, please hang in there and don't commit a crime. We've got Pascal from Igondo who says, the man Pantami is on a special mission, so he cannot be sacked or removed. Okay, that's a lot of speculation, like quite a lot of speculation. But we're going to listen to our sponsors one more time and leave the show at that because my time is up. Where does the time go when you're having a great time? I know, I know, I know. We'll be back on Monday. Join us for our conversation on Monday. We're going to look at um, the presidency's decision in detail by Monday. And then we're also going to try and decide for ourselves whether um, this is the president's stand or the presidency's stand. Monday, 5 p.m., that's when that conversation will happen. The big weekend will also happen Monday from 3 o'clock. Coming up is Public Square with Agogo. I am Sandra Ezekwesili on social media, S. Ezekwesili on Twitter, S. Ezekwesili on Instagram, Sandra Ezekwesili on Facebook. Those were your hard facts, Lagos. Good night. Need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year? Let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low risk investment? You can have your number one radio with you wherever you go. Wow, really? Download our mobile app, search Nigeria Info FM on Google Play and Apple App Store. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk.